welcome to my podcast, uh, Laugh or Cry. Because, man, that's all life really is, laugh or cry, right? Uh, I want to talk about a documentary I just watched on Showtime, I think it was, called We Need to Talk About Cosby by uh, Kamau Bell. Great comedian. And, man, yeah, it's hard. Because when you're a comedian and a child of the 70s, Bill Cosby meant a lot. You know, he was there growing up. Picture pages on Captain Kangaroo. Jello pudding pops. Have a Coke and a smile. He was always there. He was just part of our childhood. And so I feel so torn. But with all these sexual allegations coming up and that squeaky clean image that he always had, you know that somewhere Red Fox and Richard Pryor are laughing their fucking asses off in their graves. Totally laughing. I'm like, haha, you talked shit about us, and then look what's happening with you. I mean, I loved him. Uh, Bill Cosby, before we knew all about how disgusting he was, I mean, he did so much. Like, he, there weren't black stuntmen before he got them involved. We learned that from the documentary. He was a great promoter of education. You'd see him on the Cosby Show, always wearing different university sweatshirts and t-shirts, He was a storyteller. He was like the first comedian I ever saw that sat down to do a stand-up. You know, he he made it more conversational. It was was a story. His facial expressions, his physicality. I mean, he was just special and clean. He was so clean. Like, I don't think I really ever heard anything dirty come out of his mouth until much later. And uh, in this, it compares Bill Cosby uh, to... Dick Gregory, which I love Dick Gregory too. Um, they both kind of went about talking about racism differently. Uh, and they talk about they, that they were the first ones to talk about racism. And I'm like, you better look up Mom's Mabley because I'm pretty sure she predated you too. But I guess they were the first ones to be on TV talking about racism and whatnot. Because, uh, you know, God forbid women get on TV ahead of time. It's Camille, man, I feel, I kind of feel for her, but then I don't, because it's not very different than the whole Hillary and Clinton, and then Hillary, uh, Camille and, and Cosby. I mean, you both found out that they're cheaters, you just found out that one's a fucking rapist, so, yeah, ugh, ugh. Like Spanish fly. I remember hearing that term as a kid. And yeah, I just thought it was an aphrodisiac. I did not realize it was something that would drug you and knock you the fuck out. That was like the original date rape date 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 rape drug. There we go. And he says like the dosage it could fit on the head of a pen. So he knew like how much to put in a drink. Some women might just be thinking they're drinking a Coke. Coke and a smile. And they're knocked out. I mean, who thought it was serious? Who thought that that was really a dangerous thing to be worried about? But, woo, he let us know that. Uh, man, and it's, it's what's really says he did so much good, but he was such a monster at the same time. You know, and that's, that's what's really disheartening. Like, I can overlook a lot of things that people have done. Man, you, you allegedly raped 60 women. 60 women. Now, one or two, okay, that might be a misunderstanding. 60? And you had to drug them? I'm pretty sure they probably would have had sex with you without you having to drug them, which makes me think 
You know, do you have like a little bit of a necrophilia kind of thing? Do you like that the body is unconscious when you're doing it? Which that is a whole other thing too. Uh, you know, he, and he did so much stuff with kids, which is alarming too. Like the picture pages on Captain Kangaroo, kids say the darndest things. I mean, granted I, that I know of, he didn't assault any children, but damn, that guy, he's around a lot of kids and did a lot of bad things. So, but he was warm and dearing and fighting. I mean, why would anybody ever suspect him? I mean, he played that cool. He was a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Little, little no, it was mainly Hyde. I mean, why wouldn't you believe him? I mean, he is America's sweetheart. Mm-mm-mm. You know, and quaaludes. Like, yeah, I'd heard the word quaaludes, but, you know, I didn't know he would give them pills. Like, here, take one. I know. This is, trust me, take two. Take two. It'll, it'll be fine. Like, those girls' nativity. I, me, too. I would have been like, oh, okay. Bill Cosby, he's not going to steer me wrong. But, whoa, did he. In 1983 is when Bill Cosby himself came out. And he was very conservative, uh, conversational, uh, very observational kind of comedy. Uh, but then, you know, they showed some clips in this documentary. Like, uh, one on the Cosby show where he's talking about, look at look at these kids eating my barbecue sauce. My barbecue sauce is what gets them romantic and whatnot. And, you know, back then you just thought, oh, that's so cute, so innocent at first. But now you look back at that and you're like, oh, damn, no one we know now. That's a hairy situation there. And of all the occupations that he could have picked to play, on that show he plays an OBGYN in his home where women are coming to his home to get examined in the basement. That seems super mega creepy right now. It didn't before. I just thought, oh, he's staying so close to his home. He's home with his kids. But, uh, yeah, and the 80s was wrought with some things. Like, Robin Williams was always accused of stealing material. Bill Cosby, everyone was like, oh, he cheats. Uh, Robin Williams does cocaine. Bill Cosby does quaaludes. So it was kind of a common knowledge without it being common knowledge. Uh, Oh, my God. And, like, of all the people that outed him, it was Hannibal Burris, which I love him, too. He's super funny. But he was on stage. I, I can't remember where. Basically had a joke that outed him, uh, Bill Cosby, being a rapist. And everyone was like, oh, you know, but it's, mm-mm-mm. 60 women, 60. You know, he almost bought NBC. Uh, so you talk about, like, the Harvey Weinsteins, the Jeffrey Epstein, uh, Weinstein, Epsteins, you know, gosh, Weinstein, I don't know how many women he allegedly, whatever, Jeffrey, uh, 80, I think there was like 80 I have accused him. 36, I think, have accused Epstein, and most of them were under 18, so he's a whole other level of pervert right there. But, uh, man, thanks to Hannibal speaking up, I think that kind of gave people, okay, so you do know about this. I can come out and say something, so. You know, know, and like the R. Kelly coming out like... It's the people that, like, you respected and people that you admired. And when you find all this dirt come out about them, it's just so disheartening, man, you know. from uh, 
And then he finally gets sentenced. And his sentence is three to ten years. So you allegedly raped, drugged and raped 60 women. And your crime, granted, I think only two went to trial because they, the others were past the statutory uh, limit or whatever. Uh, you only get three to ten years. That was it. And he served three when they ended up overturning the case on a technicality. Because the DA was like, the first DA was like, oh, you can you can say whatever, you know, we're, we're not going to use it against you, da, da, da. DA changes the new one's like, oh, fuck that, we're using it against you. So it got thrown out because of that. Granted, he still served the three years, but I'm like, dude, you're still guilty. And these people are no less raped, and they're going to carry that shit around with them forever. Victoria Valentino, she was one of the very first people to claim that he raped her. She was a model from, you know, back in the 60s, I guess. Uh, Lily Bernard, she was an actress that was on the Cosby show, like an episode. And then they were like, well, if you knew this and he did all this, why did you still do the show? I'm an actress. It's a gig. I still need to work. I still need to feed myself. And they take advantage of that. They know it's like, you need me more than I need you. And I got this that I can hold over you. Weinstein, perfect example of that, you know. And, you know, it's it's... It comes to a point of like how much good they did for the world versus how much bad they did. And yeah, there's some people like Seinfeld's like, oh yeah, I, I can still listen to him. You know, that I'm not going to hold that against him. I'm, I'm going to still listen to him. And I'm like, oh, wow. So I, yeah, I get that because some people can do that with R. Kelly. They can separate the music from the musician. Michael Jackson, music from musician which personally I don't think Michael Jackson did it. But, again, opinions. Bill Cosby, we pretty fucking much know he did it. He even, in interviews back in the 70s or whatever, you know, just the jokes he would make that you would later find out were, oh, those those weren't really jokes. He was really fucking doing that shit. Uh, man, it's just really a letdown when somebody that's like your childhood figure ends up doing shit like that is just fucking heartbreaking. And take the the entertainer out of it, just just as a rapist, that a convicted rapist only gets three years, three to ten for rape. And some don't even get that much. It's just a shame. And it's one person's word against another. You know, I get it. You know, there, there may be some women that, you know, scream rape when it didn't happen. I think there's a lot more people that rape than falsely accuse of getting raped. And as somebody who has been sexually assaulted, man, watching that four-part documentary, that was hard. And that brought some feels back that I had shoved down in the depths of my belly for a while. And just the things that they described, and every woman described the exact thing. And it's exactly what they do. They get your trust you know, you're, you're totally, you get on their side, like, oh, yeah, they're not going to hurt me. They're my friend. You know, they're looking out for me. They're trying to help me. And then, boom, that knife goes in your back. And it's devastating. It is devastating. And people ask, well, why don't the women come out? This right here. Because so many people, oh, she's lying. 
Oh, that didn't happen. Oh, this guy? He's not doing this. She's clearly a liar. That's what's really fucking heartbreaking. Is they're immediately victim shaming. And, uh, and I get it. I get it. I mean, he's a fucking legend. A legend with, what, 40, 50 years in the industry? But, ooh, knowing what he's done, and you can't, like, have that many women describe that much stuff in stunning, exact detail. Same story after same story, and it not be true. I think of how many women haven't come forth either. There's probably still a lot of others that haven't come forward. But for 60 to come out, you know, I don't think 60 women are lying. So, sadly, we're at that point where now he's in his 80s, probably didn't have that long to live anyway, and he got away with it. He got away with it for 40 years. And Camille, damn, I don't know if I feel sorry for her or I think she's an idiot. Because I'm like, I know you loved him. I mean, all this shit happened after you married him. You know, is the money that worth it to stay? I mean, do you do you love him that much? Because I'm pretty sure if I found out my husband was a serial rapist, there's not enough love or money in the world. And, you know, you got married before you had anything, so there was no prenup. I would take him to the cleaners. But that's just me. Sorry, we're having some deep thoughts here, but thank you for listening in for this little bit. And uh, definitely watch it. It's, uh, gosh, what was the name of it again? We need to talk about Cosby. We need to talk about Cosby, and it's on Showtime. So definitely check it out. Thank you for listening.